Hello, this commentary is for the Netflix version of Kun Kun in 2023, clocking in at 2 hours 12 minutes exactly. I will now count down from 5 on 0, please press play. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. United Producers, what a great title card, eh, Dave? I love the uh, credits for this uh, film. They're they're fantastic. The the font they use is uh, amazing. I'd like to steal it. I love. Uh, there's something fun about eagle films. Yeah, they stole the American national bird as well. Hmm. Like even this this nice kind of uh, almost like comic book style writing here. Nice nod to the classic Marvel comics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. This is particularly Indian as well, like acknowledging the police and authorities. You've got to pay great respect to the authority figures. But they do that with Dirty Harry as well, right? They have the, uh, the at the beginning of it, they have the, they, they acknowledge the... There's some bad shivering there. Bad sh- this is a typical Indian singlet as well that he's in. The, uh, looks like he's got moths in his um, cupboard, though. some holes in that singlet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, for, his mum's tearing at it all the time, so... Oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> it's a sort of result of his, his pampering. Lots of small tears. So, we're, we have the classic, the stepmum. So we all know that stepmothers mm. are bad, so... <gasps> yes. Uh, that looks like a painted on moustache, right, to you guys? <laughs> <laughs> well... It's better than the Hitler ones coming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Time, time has elapsed, I guess. Now we zoom and find him still awake. What's he going to do? Is he hungry? Is he murdery? <laughs> yeah, it feels murdery. It's like choosing which one to kill. So is there a reason why the mum is sleeping on the floor in this... Uh... In this domestic scene of domestic bliss, <laughs> it does feel very loveless marriage, doesn't it? Yeah, and I also like that she has a string to to rock the cradle on her finger. Or <laughs> well, maybe the baby is rocking her. Now is that yeah. okra there? What's that green thing, Ashwin? Oh, that does look oh, like gourd. You know, bitter gourd. Oh, no, that's gourd. You know, bitter. You slice it into pieces. Oh, Not God. like that. <laughs> you don't eat it straight unless you're a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a sign. Every Indian would recognise anyone who eats bitter gourd straight is going to be a serial okay, killer. Okay, and then this one is like is, loves blood. <laughs> is this beetroot? Is that just that a beet? Like beetroot. Yeah, that's one of your people's vegetables. Um, I don't, yeah, stir fry. We stir fry. Oh, look at that. Okay, that is a bit strange behavior, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he thinks he's a cake. Mm. You know, there's those cakes that are so impressive now that look like yeah. real things. And oh, <laughs> that's what it is. It's a warning. He touched the cradle and woke up the mum. Yeah. You rogue. I mean, to be honest, the mum's right. Like, when he's about to stab the baby, I can sympathize with her. <laughs> he was... It's stepmum, yeah? It's stepmum. She yeah. just said, my child, yeah. 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 Yes. We're, it's the, the dad is so passive, it's almost as if he can't act. Yeah. That's a cool shirt. No singlet for him. He's dressed up. Yeah. Where's the certificate on the back of his wall? <laughs> this word looks more like a subway station. It does, yeah. It's got urinal vibes. <laughs> yeah, the the uh, uh, Braghav has uh, pretty pretty classic shirts throughout the movie. Actually, this is just the first yeah. one. It's probably his yeah. only shirt to start the film. 
Yes. I love how the doctor's giving some psychiatric advice. A mother's love is the only cure. <laughs> He's a really striking looking kid, actually. Yeah. It does feel like classic medical negligence, though. Like, just to say, I'll just heal him with a mother's love rather than, you know, Prozac or something. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And also to discuss, like, setting him to a home right in front of him. That just seems, like, rude. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'll pretend to write something. <laughs> Do you have to stand when you're concerned? Is that a Western trope or is that just Hollywood? <laughs> Now here, oh, oh uh, great, funky opening! Kills any grammarian right there with the with the useless apostrophe s there. Uh, yeah. Whose films is the? That's great. Yeah. Okay, oh, you no, know, I guess I guess. What does the? No, the film is there. Is that so? That makes sense now to me. Now it's Eagle Films, Coon Coon. I get it. Finally, yeah. I get it. Mahender Santu. Yeah, this this font is just beautiful. What an amazing font. Yeah, slightly scary. <laughs> and the music's great too. Because uh, it feels Funky. like yeah. throughout the film, they kind of uh, there'll be some some original music, and then they'll just like steal from uh, Lalo Schifrin's score, or just use the theme from Shaft for no reason. <laughs> so yeah, this kind of Goldfinger. <laughs> that's right. Yes. And then I also so it, find yeah, it fascinating all the one name actors as well. Yeah, that's a really a common Indian thing. It's really hard to get a passport. Like, the Americans don't let you in when you just walk in, like, Angus or Maria. <laughs> it's not respected internationally, our system. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're, um, they're all uh, Belgian cartoonists from the 50s. They're all choosing just one name for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, David, what does the blue oscillating sort of font, is that supposed to be someone's mental state or is that just a cool 70s graphic? I think it's a cool graphic. 70s, uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> just having fun. Yeah, it's great. And also it's interesting to, when you're watching the credits is how um, it's kind of, it's it's not just Hindi people, it's Sikh and also uh, Muslim people working on this film, which is kind of nice yeah, to see. Yeah. It feels like there is... It, Maybe coming out of the 60s, there was a little bit of brotherly love before it all went sideways again. Yeah. Because the director is uh, Muslim, I think. I don't don't know if this music is original. Like, it was originally in the film in 73. What do you think, Dave? Like, it sounds a bit too... Oh, no, I think this is original. Film library. I mean, it might be be film library, but... But I don't know. I mean, they were they were creating f- music for the, for these films, and they were selling it. So it would make sense for them to to have like a funky score for this film. It's definitely of the time, and it feels like in terms of sound, it it feels yeah. like authentically stylistically it does. I just wondered if sonically it sounds a bit late '80s cheap as that's replacement. Like maybe they had to replace it for rights reasons. That just I was uncertain. That's all. By the way, there's a lot of mirrors in this film. There's a Ed- editing mirrors there's really? yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah a few. i think because maybe there's some family dynasties in the uh, cinematography like the bollywood actors of all dynasties maybe the same is true of the guy who, who holds up the audio microphone and the grips and all that like, <laughs> yeah part of a grip dynasty yeah one of the producers was mirror so i think there's just a bit of uh, nepotism there pran mirror yeah, doing the, the editor, editing yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah there's a few the name pops up a few times there was an unusual um, credit audiography. Did you see that before? I wonder what that means. Just sound design, audiography. Yeah, never heard of that. Yeah. Now, come on. That was good, funky, but let's get to something else. I looked up who Mas- Muhammad Mas- Hussein was, but it just it brought me to a, a 1930s 
football player. Yeah, too many well-known names. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So it was weird though because it was linked in the uh, in the Wikipedia article about the movie, yeah. but it was linked to the wrong person, or to, I guess, the correct yeah. person, but the wrong. Now this guy is taking the oddest route it's... to a to a hotel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It seems about... also that briefcase just reeks suicide bombing to me. Anyway. <laughs> Like, where is he going? Like, oh, this is the longest, long route. Maybe he's trying to do his 10,000 steps. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he's got a Fitbit suitcase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it blows up if you don't like, complete 10,000 steps in one And of course, we'd be hearing parts of the original Lalo Schifrin yes. score here. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're recycling it, like the plot. But it is interesting, like, when you see the... It's 72, and you see the kind of cars and stuff that people are driving. They're, they're uh, obviously... Uh, it's kind of like looks like Cuba now with cars from the 50s all over the place because that's, that's all it's... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was back in the days when uh, India wasn't very good friends with the West. It was closer to Russia, and so there would have been a lot of trade embargoes, and everyone was driving the ambassador car, right? Okay, okay. Wow. I didn't realize that. Huh. And then... Tonight. Tonight. Oh, nice. That's a great that's a great cut. Come on, let's face it. Yeah, that's a match cut, I think. What do you guys call it there? Yeah. Vaseline? Is there Vaseline on the lens? It's just Oh well yeah, some kind of something they've have a filter or something on there to I think smearing Vaseline is not very common anymore. It's probably kind of dirty. <laughs> oh, here's another comedy character. Yeah. Just what every what every a, a police movie needs is a surfeit of com- of comedy characters. Yeah. And you can see the pale skin. Decorations in the background? Is this Christmas decorations? It's like yeah, a maybe snowflake. It's yeah. Who's that lady on the bass drum? There's a picture of a lady on a bass drum. <laughs> I missed her. But also, you notice the pale skin. Like, you had to be that look to get it onto a screen back then. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. But Anand isn't that uh, pale skin, though. Well, this guy looks yeah. like an American, practically. He does, yeah. Uh, I thought he was American. I thought that was kind of, kind of the joke was that he was an American businessman, but later on she'll refer to him by a name that is not American. <laughs> As I love that. I wish the Poseidon Adventure... I love this restaurant. Is this a restaurant? Like, no one's eating. Yeah. <laughs> Craning their neck. Their eyes. The most awkwardly yeah. placed uh, show in the world where you have to, like, crane your neck. And then the, the plate, like, golf applause after she's done. <laughs> this is a very great dark scene. Bruce Surtees approved. You know, how long was his act, by the way? You know, like he was walking yeah. there in the daytime. Now it's suddenly it's nighttime. Like, she must have been <laughs> on stage for hours. Yeah, he'd probably have a six-pack by now. It's good work. <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird that he gets rid of that nice attache uh, case and switches to a violin case like he's a 1930s gangster. <laughs> oh, she's got flowers already. But there's a little bit of... Uh, little bit of underwear here. Oh, yeah. That's an acceptable level, isn't it, for Bollywood? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. As long as she's covered up, like most of her is covered with a sheer... Yeah. Here comes the comedy Does character. Does purple have any connotations in India? Is purple know, any, more, anything? No? Isn't it the color of Lent? I think it's more of a Christian color. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, like, it is the color of Lent, yes. Yeah. It's not the color of vanity or... When I see it, I just think I just think I can't have any sugar. (laughs) Yeah, no. Uh, And this, like, 
badgering male characters also still popular in Bollywood. The, the guy just doesn't give up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get- it's popular in the West too, Ashwin. Unfortunately, very popular in the West. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But it's sort of, I mean, she does, yeah, hold, she does hold her own Mr. Pandering, yeah. So he's, then you're not like, oh, I guess he's not American. I thought it'd be like yeah. Mr. Smith or something, you know. Yeah. But I do like that she makes him kiss the door. Moi. <laughs> that's good. So she does hold her own. I mean, that's, no, using- that's fair. They're using a lot of English words there. Mm-hmm. Very good. Sorry. Good night. Good night. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, I guess that was a sign of being elite if you could speak in English. Still is. The police captain does that too a lot. He he says uh, quite a few things. Uh... Yeah. But it's such a weird tonal thing here. Now we just had a comedy scene of a guy coming in and harassing her in a goofy way with a lot of eye bulging, and and then let's finish that that hilarity off with her getting shot in the gut. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, with that blood. Yeah. It's a weird, that beautiful fire engine red. <laughs> yes, we love that from Dirty Harry. Kensington is Gore, as it was called. Kensington Gore. Yeah. Is it possible that that's how blood did look back in the seventies on human beings? We have to like raise <laughs> leave that open. The reality was it was uh, acceptably fake enough that censors would let it pass. Oh, and so it, okay. it was called Kensington Gore because it was used in Hammer horror films. That's where it was first right. used. So they knew they were sucking. I mean, yeah. 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 That was a. That's a very big crowd. So we will be told that he shot shot her from across the street. So why did at a building across the way? So why did he like come down from the building, then go across the hotel, and then walk through a crowd of people? Uh, <laughs> rather odd. Yeah. She is dead. He says in English. Yeah. Was the crowd size so big so quickly because she's famous, or just a gunshot? Anyone would come, but quite a big crowd. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. yeah, maybe the gun shop, but it's just a, such a populated country. There's always a um, ready to go crowd for any major event like a murder. <laughs> He's also he lacks Dirty Harry's menace. Doesn't like he doesn't have Dirty Harry's kind of menace. No, he no, looks a bit like no. geeky. Yeah, yeah, his suit doesn't help. No, and then I like this like this focus on the dun dun dun. Where did the bullet come from? Yeah, it did knock on the door. <laughs> I think we know where it came from. <laughs> He shot. Yes, there you go. I keep thinking Paul McCartney in the Yellow Submarine animation a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit thinner and stuff. Mm, yeah. mm. Yes, they should have kept some stubble. Yeah, just to help him. Uh, later on, we'll get some chest hair. So, guess we'll yeah, for it. I love this uh, driver in the car. He's like he's he never he looks at the camera. <laughs> he looks straight into the camera. Oh, <laughs> Bloody and here's some great police work right here. Oh, look around. What do I see? He's got a flashlight. It's good. Good job. He's checking out the stuff. Then he sees it. Oh, it's a cartridge. Oh, let's pick it up with my hands. Oh, yeah. the, the chain of evidence is broken. Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Callahan picks it up with the pen and puts Captain it delicately. It in his hand. Like it. Oh, my God. Did it not occur to you guys that he might have loaded it and you could get fingerprints from it? Later on, we're told they're going to fingerprint the, the steering wheel. Here was the, the perfect opportunity, but they missed it. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe it's like the ambassador cars. It was a trade embargo on tweezers into <laughs> India back then. They're supposed to do the classic: use a pencil or pen to pick up the cartridge. Even though that also uh, wrecks, right. that also wrecks the evidence. But yeah. Oh, there's the egg sucker. Yes, yeah, started already. <laughs> oh, Ashwin, I did some research. Dakoi or something, the Chumbel Valley. That's where a lot of the thuggies were, I think, originally, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe, yeah. They used to crisscross the highways. 
Is that metal? Yeah. Huh? Don't know. He's got a uh, elite smoking style. So there's style. nothing. There's there's no waiting on my ass moment in the original Dirty Harry, of course. There's no friction automatically between. Yeah. And then him forty. Look at this shirt though, and this ascot. Ooh, That's awesome. Fabulous. He matches the iron credits. It's interesting. Uh, it's weird to me that they don't translate. They say one lakh rupees. And so yeah. I don't know what a lock is, so it's like, oh, is that I think a- they assume Westerners use the same count. Yeah, luck is 100,000. Okay, okay. Um, which isn't a lot, is it? Maybe back then it was. It probably was a lot back then, yeah. Yeah. Is that Indira Gandhi in the background, Ashwin? Then Prime Minister, <laughs> yes, probably? Yes, it is. Good spotting, yeah, because this is just after she took power. And, yeah. Huh. Actually, Dave, do you think our hero looks a little bit like... Peter Gabriel? Peter Gabriel? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. When he had hair before. Like, oh, I see. No, well, like, maybe, yeah, yeah. What a convenient curtain. What a convenient curtain. Just, is there like... Just, <laughs> just trying to disguise it's a deep set. Yeah. The curtain there in real life. I love I love that there's like writing on the wall of the... of the uh, In the drawing behind him in, in the uh, telephone booth. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like pictures of penises or anything now, which is more realistic. Yeah, so. yeah. They resell that for a good time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just left the number up. No, that looks like a Banksy piece of art in the top left. Like, that's quite well <laughs> Yes, Banksy was. He's going to kill Sounds someone. Sounds like a Greek name. Daramadas. Yeah. Mr. Daramadas. It's just, uh, like, it lacks the the tension of, like, the fact that, you know, the mayor is trying to, like, uh, suck up to the killer and the police chief is kind of stuck between his, yeah. you know, his job and pleasing the, oh, hilarious, he knocked, knocked a chair over. Yeah, it's <laughs> What a spread. Does he get that every time he comes home? Grapes, apples? <laughs> that's, just t- that's just the table. That's probably wax, actually. <laughs> yeah, look at the ceiling with the uh, Fan- fabulous. Nice. Yeah. Now, Dirty Harry has to go to a hot dog diner. He has to go <laughs> get his hot dog, but here he's got food laid in over him. His wife is lovely. Yeah, and uh, a little bit demure. Yeah, <laughs> demure. It's interesting. So in the in the film, like he has like kind of a high status in the family, whereas she comes seems to come last and everything. Yeah, it's a weird. Uh... Beautiful colors, man. Beautiful cinema. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird. It's such an awkward scene, though. It's just like, yeah. You could see why. Yeah, he's right in front of you. <laughs> a lot of real passive-aggressive conversations in this family. <laughs> Good to know it wasn't invented in Canada. <laughs> so, so I've, I know the dot. I know the dot. But what is with the, the red streak in the hair as well? Is that also? Um, uh, that's more Hindu. Like you, the men get the red streak as well. Vermilion, I think it's, okay. it's called. Okay. Yeah. Ah. 
Yeah, maybe that's where your third eye is. Do you do it daily? Chakra, crown chakra. Oh. Your crown chakra. Um, I don't know if you do it. Yeah, I guess if you're very religious, you would put it on. Yeah. Yeah. Where the soul What's that scene? She used to show, I want kids. <laughs> oh, it's a mash helicopter. Yeah. I just love that scene, though. Like, even the kids are rude to that. Even the kids are rude to the wife. Yeah. That's the same helicopter used in Skippy as well. It's interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, that's a share. the bush. Hmm. They didn't mention air surveillance in the office, did they? Not that it matters. No. We used to go back to when you're in that car. It has a stick shift, so it was just fun to drive an ambassador car. Yeah, yeah. I miss them, but yeah. Like a stick shift on the on the steering column or a stick shift? Steering wheel, yeah. Steering, sorry, steering wheel. The one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Steering wheel gear change. I've never seen them anymore, but yeah, it's fun to do it up there. That's interesting. Yeah, I drive drive manual, but it's a base on the floor. Yeah. So here's another example of this guy's complete uselessness as a murderer and a... he's wearing a very bright shirt to be against a white <laughs> look he's asking to be caught and what a strange scene this is so what is the purpose of this scene now where he gives a ch- check to these women the women's home I guess uh... they called him a philanthropist yeah so he's a he's a he's a man of dignity a benefactor but it looks a bit sleazy like he's <laughs> he's picking a call girl or something Ugh. it also yeah. feels kind of showy like he's like you know I don't like publicity you know what I'm saying. But last week I gave 50,000 rupees and they put it on the paper. I can't believe it. Yeah. These lady, the ladies look like, uh-huh, great. Yeah. Can we go? Oh, there we can. They can go. Thank you. In the original Dirty Harry, at this point, Scorpio, sorry, Scorpio's considering killing a, a homosexual in uh, North Beach and this is the substitute they have here. <laughs> a philanthropic business. Well, at least he's... <laughs> No, can't shoot him. Why didn't you get a better position anyway? What do I know about killing people? Yeah, I don't think bullets go through wood. <laughs> That's quite the handgun he has to shoot that uh, far. So it's, it's not the helicopter boys that save this guy. It's uh, it's Harry. <laughs> or should I say Anand? Oh, here's a fun scene. The thing like watching a mannequin go across a. <laughs> Look, Cena has a violin case now. Yeah, no one's going to shoot a musician. <laughs> well, there he goes. What's the name of this high wire? What's the actual name? It's not abseiling. It's just high wire. What is there a name for that? I don't know. High maybe. wire of jinx. There is. Yeah. But I can think of it now. <laughs> so this is quite a good little parkour attempt for 1972. I guess. Sure. Kind of- sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like the uh, I like their scaffolding. It's a bunch of bamboos yeah. roped together. <laughs> Real, it's really safe. Yeah. <laughs> he did get away though. Which? Nope. I like that he tested the door, but he didn't actually like touch the handle. He just tried to open the door from the yeah. wrong side. It didn't yeah, open. It must be locked. Psychic powers. Yeah. <laughs> and the keys must have been in there. He was off at a. Quick click. Just the car started moving straight away. I'm surprised he didn't eat an egg at this point, just to add to the comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
coming up now is soon, I think. I don't know when. Is going to be the first time that some plates are broken. I think it happens at four or five times in the movie. <laughs> yes. Well, the, cheap, yeah. the cheapest thing you can break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a double-decker bus. That's... Uh, yeah. That's, uh, it's feeling very British. Yes. With the buses <laughs> and the And the ham sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, you know, the worst way to shoot a, a, a chase sequence is from, from the car. Yeah. <laughs> this is, that you don't get much sense of... Uh, that's better. That's better, guys. Yeah. Put, a, put a camera somewhere. Get a sense of speed yeah. and action. Yeah, get a drawing, guys. <laughs> it's the mystery of the, the car chase that people always know where to go, even if the car is gone. Whoa! Whoa, that was quite good. Hopefully that was sped up. <laughs> yes, yes. So they, uh, they had to crank that, hopefully, because yeah. it's pretty, pretty scary. More plates. Just, just you know, I have my plate. You need more. <laughs> How am I supposed to sell Who plates feels- now? <laughs> That's a sharp, sharp studio. Oh, look, deep studio there. Look at, look at the oh, fake, look at the world, fake uh, fire hydrant. You can see the piece of wood in it. <laughs> It didn't even flip over the car like in Dirty Harry. Why recreate something if it's just gonna <laughs> yeah. the, the the weakest bit of water pouring out of it? And they couldn't really consult with the original makers of Dirty Harry, considering they were ripping them off without permission. So. <laughs> How did you do this? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to find this guy. Someone's going for backup or anything? He looks underneath the car. That's smart. You never know. He might. Is he hiding in the trunk? <gasps> He's gonna get a thumbs up. Okay, here's this is to me. This is weird drinking to me. Just the way he like puts the right a whole thing in his mouth like that. What the? Who does that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's never had a drink before. Now this is sort of our hot Mary equivalent scene, but it's. Of mistaken identity leading, but it's this time they're giving the voyeurism to the sidekick, not to Dirty Harry, and it's bright sunlight, <laughs> which takes away a bit of the menace. I guess it's you know, you're either shooting day for night or you were shooting in in broad daylight because it was cheaper. You didn't have to worry about lighting and stuff as much. So yeah, I can see that their decision making mm-hmm. in that way. Hmm. Very sunny country as well. Twenty three bracket three. Yeah, choose your own. <laughs> yeah, does that mean unit three or door three? Or <laughs> I, I imagine yeah. unit. Oh, good idea. Lucky someone left those laying around. <laughs> he maybe should have used two, but what do I know? Yeah. Pretty cool that Mumbai's got, you know, two two violinists in the... Just wandering around, wandering <laughs> around the city. It's a very... Artistic place. Yeah, the two two competing symphonies. <laughs> oh, here's more inept people. That's pretty intimate for Bollywood. Yeah, well, but she's a she's a uh, she's a scarlet woman, isn't she? So you can kind of uh, get away with that. Yeah. yeah. Look at her hand carefully placed between her and him. It was awkward. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you. Oh, what's going on? Oh, the TV's on. Yeah. I guess it's pretty good. He's got closed circuit TV to... Hmm. But yeah, it's very light-skinned people. Uh, 
Yeah. The comedy character could be. Yeah, definitely. And especially the women. I can't imagine you'll see a dark-skinned woman. Mm. Mm. That's a bright orange jacket. (laughs) It's going to go golfing later. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it was the era... It's fine, boss. Yeah, that's a good play, good way to store a watch with a bunch of jewelry and coins in a, in a violin case. Not going to get damaged at all. <laughs> what a weird diversion this whole this whole thing, guys. Like, it is weird. Where's any sense of tension? And it yeah. Oh, he smells eggs, and then uh, it's. <laughs> And I don't know, it's a weird film where, like, everyone is not that good at what they do. Yeah. The the murderer isn't that good at murdering. This gangster is terrible at running an operation, apparently. Mm. He's defeated by... <laughs> he's defeated by that guy. That's how bad... Yeah. That's how bad he is. It really needed an editor. We saw an audiographer. Was there an editor listed in the... There was an editor. Li- there was two editors, oh, yeah. actually. One of them was a Mara. Oh, yeah. I remember that interns. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the the awkwardest guy is like yeah, his gun sticking in his pocket. And then the other interesting thing about this film, of course, is Dirty Harry is based around like a ginormous pistol. You know, like this the biggest gun you could get. Yeah. In this movie, everyone's guns are so small. You. Just be like, oh, yeah, it's the best we could do, guys. <laughs> Those shorts are too short to be intimidating, aren't you? If you're an authority figure, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you look like you're a schoolboy, you're not gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, whistling, <laughs> even well, this is part of the snappy patter that's so uh common in this film where. Every every second person who shows up is a comedy relief character, and you're like, does this all say? Does does a does a uh, you know a criminal like a procedural like Dirty Harry need a a mil- how many actually how many uh, comedy relief characters are in Dirty Harry? Not many. Uh, yeah, none in the original, really. Are there? No. Maybe I- he's um, the guy that gives him the walkie-talkie. Maybe. It's just light relief that little comedy scene. Mary, Mary, had a yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe like, I don't know. Maybe like the suicide scene is kind of played for comedy, but oh right, yeah. But uh, I don't think it's there's like it's not inherently funny. It's just funny because it's him having to deal with this the situation. Exactly. Comedy need not apply for a job in the movie. It's a very <laughs> lean movie. Oh. There- <laughs> I think there was just a Dirty Harry music sting they, they stole just for this. Our hero is going to... He's going to... Oh, break the glass. <laughs> Why didn't just knock at the door? Not very discreet. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and, I, and I guess the idea of this scene is that... Well, besides... Oh, boobies. Besides someone getting to eat eggs again or whatever he's doing is the idea of the scene is that he um he actually gets like an action sequence before <laughs> mm. 
Oh, boy. There's a great... I think coming up, there's a reverse footage shot, you know, where he he's jumping upwards incredibly at an incredible altitude that he couldn't make. Okay. Run the film back. Oh! <laughs> they better not wreck the painting with the boobies. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, the violin case. If the... Uh if the killer had stuck to his original attache case, none of this would have happened, but I guess then they wouldn't have caught, caught this poor golfing gangster. Oh. They've called them smugglers. I don't know. <laughs> Different weird use of the word smuggler. Are they smuggling the alcohol into Pakistan or something? I just seem like... Crip. Uh, well, the yeah. guy is carrying the uh, jewelry in the uh, violin case, like the, the gold coins and jewelry, yeah. so I guess that's... He's smuggling it. What a studio set this is. Yeah. Yeah, the first time that there's actually people on the street, practically, who aren't, don't have dishes. Mm. Anyone who's on the street in other scenes has uh, plates in their hands. But what, here we go. It's another scene without... Uh, which one is... I wish Ashwin was here because it's hard to know what's happening. <laughs> In this scene, he's ordering well, some, he's, some nan bread, but he's got like some sort of secret formula for how to make it good or something. Yes, this this is a dessert, confusingly, called pan with a P, so I immediately think of the Spanish word for bread. But it's sort of a a, a, a dessert, after dinner dessert, like a, a oh. blintz, and they use rose syrup. And there's some there's some bean or acacia nut called betel, betel. Yeah. When I when I went to India, I saw mostly they grind it up and it's like a red paste, and they sort of chew it like chewing tobacco. It's really disgusting, but evidently in some form you can eat it. Yes, where it's not so bad. Eventually, yeah, yeah. Always oh, getting misty eyed now. Maybe <laughs> yeah. out of focus too. <laughs> and uh, flashback. Here here comes a sequence that caused pneumonia for three of the cast members. <laughs> I'm on record as saying I actually really like this this one. Oh, it's great. I love the scene. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite parts of the movie, actually. <laughs> mm. uh, maybe may, maybe it's kind of corny in, in uh, retrospect, but... And it is interesting, like, how clothed the uh, characters are in this sequence, you know? Very chaste. Yeah, it's very chaste, isn't it? It's obviously... Uh, made for audience uh, audiences that were pretty conservative in their <laughs> in their values, but what's it's fun- weird two two guys yeah it's sorry it's, it's weird two guys talking about a scene that has a very pretty woman but a very handsome woman let's say very captivating yeah, I'm she, quite yeah yeah she's very beautiful yeah mm. and uh, and you know what Dave yeah. you know what's magical about this. Sun showers. I find sun showers very weird and unsettling in a good way. Like, okay, I don't. How come we can? I'm. I don't like them at all. So, oh, that's why I've got you in the podcast for balance. <laughs> the balance. That's right. What's your view on? Yeah, yeah I can't stand the smell of uh, rain on on pavement drying in the sun. It's really right. A lot okay. of people love that smell, but I'm I'm against it. I can't. It has a name, but what I can't remember that? what it is now. There's no concrete here. <laughs> nope. She just wrecked. Oh, condom. Looks like a condom. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it looked like <laughs> She wrecked her. Oh. And I don't know, was it like a 
plastic thing? Or maybe it was supposed to be like a weatherproof. It's not. Mm. It's not helping now. But I like it's wiping off the coal from my eyes. But actually, she's wearing waterproof mascara. Obviously, as she's getting no uh, running. Yeah. Of her, uh, here in here here in Canada, we had a fun show um, that uh, it was a driving show, and part of it was a test where they had a tank of water on top of the car, and then as the person drove, if they drove in a jerky manner, the water would splash and then pour onto the dri- into the driver in their passenger. And it was always great when when the women were doing it because their their mascara would just be running on their face in this big big mess. But this, <laughs> here, there, she's got professional people. It feels very un un uh, choreographed these sequences. Although there is some uncredited with with the dance scenes, so I guess. Oh. But there's a certain kind of. Uh, I guess they're not really like professional dancers. They're professional actors playing professional what? dancers. He's just sort of gaslit her. She's been talking about how it's wet and she's out of control. He's like, the weather is fine. The weather is great. And you're lovely. <laughs> you, you're, you don't know what's going on. I think what he means is that the rain has been kind to them. That it's, it's not that it's not raining. It's just that it's not that bad. Okay. Put things in perspective, love. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I'm balanced. Yeah. Just like he's wearing a <laughs> a bowling ball, ten pin bowling sort of shirt. Yeah, yeah. He, he'll keep it. Yeah, he'll keep wrap right. Here's a question for you, Dave. Yeah. This is a flashback, right? It's not really, not really giving us any exposition that their marriage is in trouble or anything, is it? Do you think the killer should appear somewhere menacingly in this dream, <laughs> in this flashback? Well, no, because that would imply that at some point the wife would be the target of the killer, which I, I assume was going to happen. Because I could see another... Exactly. I could see another reason to have the the wife in, in the film. Uh, and they do make a point that... And I forgot to mention this last... When we were talking earlier, but... Um, you know, they, they mentioned it's a love marriage. This isn't an arranged marriage. This they, These two have chosen each other, uh, you know, hmm. probably over the over the uh, opinions of his, of their parents because their parents would have had some sort of intention, some sort of promise that were made in the, when they were children to someone, you know, and they, they went against their parents' wishes and married each other out of love. And so knowing that, I thought that that was like his, you know, Achilles heel and that the killer would, would, uh, would exploit that forgetting, of course, that the killer is a completely inept criminal and <laughs> no good at his job. So, uh, he just did whatever he did, be ineffectual mostly. But it, you know, it would have been a bet. I think it would have been better as a film if she had been kid- kidnapped by the killer, and that was the person that. Uh, and I don't necessarily think that, because I don't want her to get killed. I think because what I thought was when the first woman gets kidnapped and killed. Spoilers, everyone. When the first woman gets kidnapped and killed, that. That was a setup so that when she gets kidnapped, then we're worried about what's going to happen to her because she could also get killed, right? And they didn't do that, yeah. so it's like okay, <laughs> not that kind of movie. It's not that kind of movie, and I guess they want to kind of try and keep somewhat closer to the Dirty Harry template. But I feel like you've gone so far off of it already. What what are you concerned about? You know, 
it feels more like Dirty Harry uh, fan fiction where you're just kind of like, you know, making up their own story that they want to see with the characters, you know? Kind of like, mm. like a modern uh, all creatures great and small. Or is this a bunch that of... That British show? Yeah. Now, you know, like the original one was like an adaptation of the memories of a person who wrote the original books, which are like autobiographical uh. stories. And then oh. the new one is just like make-em-ups. Yeah. Oh, oh. We've just entered his house. He's come back. Yes. And there's a big reel-to-reel tape recorder <laughs> behind his brother. Yeah. What that's for? Well, that was part of... That was... Uh, uh, at one time considered an essential part of your hi-fi setup would have a reel-to-reel recorder my my uncle had one with in his hi-fi setup so Ooh. you'd record if you don't like before cassette tapes you would record uh your radio or whatever onto a reel-to-reels right pretty uh advanced thing i'd think for a middle class well, policeman in Early seventies India, probably, probably quite a proudful thing to have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here this this guy's the oh this scene. Oh my gosh, <laughs> another egg lover. He says, <laughs> "What a oh, there's Jesus, our Lord. It's a Christian household, or yeah. Yes, I guess that's what that is. Yeah." yeah. Is this a lock? Is this his local home at the back of a lockup? I wonder. <laughs> Hitler mustache, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's a comedy. You've got to be careful too. in India. It's a comedy yeah. mustache. Charlie Chaplin. It's had not one. a good facial hair to have. Yes, that's right. But India's already got the complex relationship with the swastika being a legitimate religious yeah, but symbol it's, it's in the a, country. It's, a rever- it's reversed, so. That's right. It also appears in um, uh, Native American designs as well. Ah. Where's the egg gone? <laughs> it's the biggest oh. tragedy of this movie. This movie is more concerned with eggs than it is with a, with a criminal killer. <laughs> now, this actress is really interesting. Uh, as Ashwin was saying earlier, you know, re- referencing how... You know, white the uh, the women are in the film. Like even her hair is, you know, is she's almost like a blonde, almost blonde. You know, this actress is a monosyllabic name, <laughs> Helen. She's still alive, and I believe reading she's half Burmese. Oh, okay. Sorry, my yeah, and also her dad is Anglo Indian as well, so she's a little hmm. more exotic. Eggs, eggs, eggs. <laughs> I've really drilled into Ashwin is there's some symbolism of this in Indian culture, but, you know, it's just a quirky little quirky. Yeah, they think it's funny. Like, here we go. Like, now we have two comedy characters. Well, really three, because the girlfriend isn't anything more than just a a uh, joke girlfriend. Like, the, the relationship isn't anything more than the fact that her house has eggs in it. <laughs> And she's probably wanting him to fertilize her eggs, but yeah, it's, <laughs> not, it's 1973, so... <laughs> yeah, she's the scold, he's the uh, put-upon boyfriend, egg lover, and then the father is the, uh, you know, also likes eggs, so they are competing for eggs. Yeah. 
a few a minute or so ago there was some funny little soundtrack uh comedy bits sort of like um like like Joe Meek Joe Meek keyboard stabs sort of science fiction that sort of stuff <laughs> yes which i quite liked <laughs> His attempt to uh, put up, send his father-in-law on a fool's errand is a... Uh, that's a problem when both of them are fools. Yeah, it's hard to... <laughs> I uh, particularly did not enjoy this element of the film, the comedy bits. I just... Me... Neither. <laughs> it'll get even worse in a bit when the next time we see the father-in-law, it'll, it'll. Uh... Oh no! There's the next scene where the no he he appears three times in the movie. This is too much. Well, this is interesting here. Like, um, you know, the idea that it's a very conservative country, but they are allowed to sleep in the same bed. So that's yeah, oh, that's a thing. Duty, duty, duty. That word comes up so much. Yeah, yeah. I, and it's a it's a weird thing. This idea that he that the only conflict that he has is with his family, not not with the authorities. Hmm. Like you know, I guess everyone you know, everyone says you know you have to have some sort of conflict in your movie, and so the writers are like, well, we better have some conflict. So how about if he argues with his family? <laughs> <laughs> not, not like in that original movie where he, you know he's in a battle with the authorities, the mayor and the police chief, and he's back again. Who can I kill? Who can I kill? <gasps> Feeding birds. Aww. Oh, is that that's what they're doing? Oh, okay. Good. Shouldn't be a, the birds we saw before were white. The flock that flew off the establishing shot, and these ones are grey pigeons. Well, they they replaced the white ones because they wanted the food. They outcompeted them. <laughs> Terrible. Ugh. Horrible. Even Dirty Harry didn't show this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm assuming that was would be quite shocking. But then again, it's the 38th highest grossing film of the year, so not many people really saw this. <laughs> this was the 38th in India itself, you mean? Yeah, 1973. didn't just scraped the top 40 huh. in terms of uh, box office receipts. According to IMDb. Kick-ass phone. It looks like a shisha pipe or something. How cool is that? The telephone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a weird bit of... Um decor that uh, a princess phone suspended on a well I don't know what that's supposed to be they used to steal from this shot on the on the soundtrack 33 I think according to the internet they what sorry they used to steal from that scene on the record sleeve of the soundtrack okay well I guess that Rekka was kind of well known so the wife, the woman who plays the wife. 
I just can't believe there was a time where it was the only the 38th most popular movie and it, they still released a soundtrack. I mean, you know, that's quite incredible. I mean, I know it's a country that had 700 million or whatever, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, 38. So it doesn't sound that great, yeah. but when you, then when you think of the population, it's actually probably was pretty... Uh, made a pretty good uh, yeah. bank. I think these movies were designed... Like, I think the whole exploitation of how they made the movies was sort of set in motion no matter what what the how the film did the soundtrack album was coming out no matter what you know was it just a coincidence he shot Ragav shot someone that he knew a hero knew seems so I'm still unclear on that fact did he know the did he know the parent yeah I think we're about to hear oh, niece, niece's classmate just said yeah yeah. Okay. I think it's just a coincidence, though. Duty. He due to his duty, he couldn't take them. And they're actually using the word in English. I'm assuming India must. Oh, I should have invited Ashwin again. There's like thousands of synonyms for duty and <laughs> obligations, but they use the English word. Yeah. Yeah, that's an odd thing, what isn't a it? Suit, the, man. The, yeah. The uh, the appearance of um, words in the uh, English words in the middle of their and that chief is very very high uh, with his his blue eyes and very light skin. It makes sense that he's the police mm. chief because he would be high caste. That's right, Brahmin or whatever's below that, the artisan. I've got to mention before the doctor who met up with the mum of the deceased child he goes it was god's wish what a fucking insensitive thing to say your son's just been murdered yeah it was god's wish that i couldn't <laughs> say I'm like, oh, fucking hell. maybe it's a bad translation uh well i mean people say that in in christian culture too so all those platitudes God's will, it's God's ways. God doesn't give you more than you can Yeah, handle. but after someone... Yeah, true, I guess. Maybe I'm just used to Hollywood. The doctor always says, we did all we could. <laughs> we did all we could. Yeah. But in a country that was very religious, you know, it make, makes perfect sense that they would have... And a country that also believes in fate and... and you know, in your, in karma, I guess, where you all, what happens to you is, is you earned it. So somehow that child, that was his, his bad luck. That was his fate to be killed. He was never harmed, even at that. simple. Here we are at the temple. <laughs> Ridiculous. What are you going to say? <laughs> This kind of reminds me of like uh, in martial arts films where they have the the ancient master with his so obviously phony beard, you know, and here we see it again with this weirdly blonde beard. Like, why? <laughs> it's a bit Dr. Zayas, isn't he? Well, in the original Dirty Harry, he doesn't really... The, the priest volunteers... To be a part of the uh, the bait, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. 
here he's trying to persuade him to do all he can to protect Gandhi, you know, to protect the holy man. And as we'll find out, spoilers, he doesn't end up being killed because they probably couldn't countenance countenance that in an Indian film. No, it's okay to kill children, but not not a holy man. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be too terrible. Uh, About one minute into the song, he sings, I wanted to kill him. Was lucky that I wasn't there. The steps. I think we're about to see some really good extras looking at the screen. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah, the camera looking at the camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a camera looking. Wait, where is the camera? Oh, there it is. Glory to Sir. I would assume optically they can remove that quite easily these days, or do something. Yeah. Concern anymore. Well, have have a competent production uh, assistants who yeah, keep, keep yep. them in line tonight. Oh, I thought I thought it was like a movie premiere, but no, it's the just floodlights for this. Uh... <laughs> and look, Bombay police have a lot of manpower. It's just Chico and Harry on their roof. <laughs> but don't worry, it's always the it right really roof. Takes, yeah. Yeah, that's right. But it takes away a bit of the menace, you know, just a, a meeting of minds, the bad guy versus the good guy when there's... He's got a lot of support stuff helping him. Why is he looking... He's looking into the room where the uh, singer was killed. Did you notice that? It looks, yeah, it's pretty much... Yeah, it's the same one, isn't it? I, I was unsure, but you've got a better eye than me. It's the same room. Same room, yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess they just, they just reuse the... Uh, Oh, look at this. Hot pants. She could be even Anglo, like Anglo-Anglo maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, they couldn't couldn't have the honourable police officer be the the horny voyeur. So, oh, so they've got Pancham. (laughs) And I think that was the same lamp. That's the same bedroom lamp that... um, Achan and uh, and Rick, I have. <laughs> yes. A lot of. Uh, oh my goodness! It's, it's everywhere, everywhere. There's stuff to watch. Now, the, I guess it's and these are def- definitely westerners. Yeah. I wonder if they're supposed to be tra- tourists, or if or if if it was more acceptable to. Um... Oh, I guess you could make jokes about like. You know, Westerners coming there to f- to find themselves in India and all that stuff. Just like you did, John, when you went there to yeah. find yourself. <laughs> uh, I was really hoping I could get to go to Rikikesh, but I didn't have enough time. I didn't even get to... Yeah. Well, this is a, to me, this is a painful part of this film. You don't like the song? No, or just the content, the scene. I don't like the song at all. It's a dirge. Mati ke jalete de pakke. You know, if you sang these lyrics in English, it would seem so dirgy, like such a a a didactic polemic of instruction. You know, if you sang someday this perishable body, but. It's kind of like George, it's George Harrison at his worst, you know. <laughs> his, uh, his second album's actually really good. 
I recommend you listen to that. Who's that, sorry? Living in the Material World. Oh, yeah, that's very dumb. Of course it is. It's uh, interesting to see the instruments that they're playing. Like, I don't know how accurate it is to the soundtrack. Um, you know, the fact that they're almost all playing percussion instruments and there's just one guy tootling on his recorder. I guess it's a, <laughs> I guess it's a flute, but yeah. But yeah, everyone, there's a drummer, there's playing his tabla, maybe, I guess. And then, then they were, that guy with his, I don't know what he's doing with the, I don't know the name of all, all the things that they use. I'm sorry. Well, all the lyrics are quite relevant to what's going on, aren't they? Yeah, they pretty much are summing up his life philosophy, which is that if if he's going to kill me, he's going to kill me, and I'm fine with that. Yes, but also mentioning the destructive weapon from your hand, and yeah, it's like he has a message to the <laughs> the killer. He's taunting the killer. <laughs> is this a good idea? When there's instrumental breaks in these sort of devotion songs, it's like hard <laughs> the guy going, singing it, going hands-free just before he was just sort of... Yeah. <laughs> the dilemma that all rock stars have when, they're, <laughs> when their hands are free, yeah. Yeah, well, he's, he's lucky he's got those... Some sort of percussion instruments in his hand, right? I don't know what they are. They, to me, they look like uh, things people use in their clotheslines, but uh, <laughs> to keep them from uh, sagging. But I don't think that's what they are. <laughs> Obviously, it'd be weird if that's what he's holding in his hands. Getting back to what you were talking about before with the instruments, it's mostly percussion we can see here, but there's obviously a little of melody going on. Yeah. It was either for the inner light or within you or without you or love me too, they said it's really good, really accurate, but some of the instruments are really South Indian and some that George used were really North Indian and you probably never get them together. And yeah. In reality. Even though, yeah. Even though in reality it's quite authentic, the sort of mm. rhythms and the raga rhythms yeah, they're playing are quite accurate. You probably never find that actual instrument playing that part. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So typical Beatles being syn- the syncretists, they are always having to like combine things. He, he couldn't resist like. Syncretists. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't resist, uh, you know, just the same way that they, you know, would combine different musical forms to create this, their sound, you know, like he's doing the same thing, just taking what he likes about Indian music and combining it into something that was appealing to him. And that's, you know, when you're an outsider, you don't, you're not, you're not wedded to like the idea of Northern and Southern instruments. You just have ones you like. I like that sound. I like that sound. Let's put them together, you know. Yeah, why can't we? Yeah, yeah. But someone who grew up there might be like, "Well, you you can't because that we just don't do that." But as an outsider, he's just like, "Well, why not?" The added complexity, they may say, might also be profane, or it might be uh, not appropriate for that religious style or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, must be a double-edged sword, Dave. Like white guys always having to bring in George Harrison when they think about Indian culture. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just like an Irishman has to hear a New Yorker Irishman talk about the troubles or something, a yeah, little bit of them yeah. goes, oh, shut up, shut up. <laughs> what do you know about troubles? Boom. <laughs> now, did he, sh- did he miss on purpose? 
No. I'm, I'm unclear on that. I don't think Bill. he missed on him. Just fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't help his... It's kind of weird that he shot out the letters. Well, just like the original movie. Oh, is that right? He shoots out the sign? Boy, it's... Yeah, yeah Jesus. Jesus saves. But... Well, maniac... Manically... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Once again, see, he's got constables following him. It just sort of takes away from the the sense that it's just this lone cop against a foe. Yeah, and this this the guy who plays uh, Ragov. He's Ragov? he's like a Ragov. Is that yeah? He um, like you know Andy Robinson is so distinctive in his portrayal. You know, like he he obviously like. Oh, more broken pottery. But I like how this, uh... Hey, what? what the... <laughs> no, That's a bit extreme. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And the guy's reaction is like, you know what, I think that's actually Sasha Baron Cohen. Early appearance by him. <laughs> I was going to say it looks like one of the characters in the Tintin one. Cigars at, uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh... Yeah, it's, that was rather odd. Yeah. Uh, just pointing a gun in a innocent <laughs> waiter's face. Mm. <laughs> maybe you're not. A, you know what? Maybe you're not good at your job, sir. Pancham, <laughs> you're bad. Oh, back in the studio. Yeah, why even bother? Just for like an insert of two or three seconds. <laughs> that to show the boss they were using the studio. Oh, see, the expenditure was worth it. Takes you out of the uh, reality yeah. lived in. Oop. Keep driving. Yeah, this is, uh, I guess, probably the most evil that the guy is in the movie. Where he's not just... And he hasn't planned it. He hasn't planned it, has he? This is just... No, this is totally but... like... Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming he did it just a few seconds after coming out. I'm assuming that was the hotel, same hotel. Yeah, he... That, the car started at, yeah. Most likely he, he crossed the street so he could be closer to where he was shooting and then he... Shooting at and then he stole the car. But he stole the car after the Is last... Is this the famous American car? Yes, that's right. He's a car stealer. We never get to see how Scorpio drives except the bus. <laughs> Studio again. I guess I guess it was easier to do that kind of stuff in a controlled situation where they didn't have to worry about traffic. It's probably a lot harder to to shut down streets and stuff like that in in uh, Mumbai than it would be to just use studio backlot streets for your uh, you scoundrel. Yeah, I wonder how accurate the translation is. They use sort of old world. Like, yeah, you crook, you scoundrel, you smuggler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you Co- cove. <laughs> yeah. You bounder. That's right. What ho, chaps? Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, naked arm. Perhaps the first we've seen in this movie. Yeah. On someone that that wasn't like a a white a trashy white woman in a hotel suite with another man. That's fine, but. Now, this girl isn't a teen... This 
isn't a teenager like Marianne Deacon was. And do you think it's more powerful or less powerful that we see him kidnap the girl or the woman in this case? Well, I suppose we're going to see he's... We're more likely to think... I think it's just... The problem with this... The problem with the sequence is that... What makes Scorpio effective is that he's very mysterious. Like, you don't really see much of what he does or why he's doing it. Whereas this guy is like... He's acting out of just, like, dumb animal lust, you know, to rape this woman... And, you know, he's not this sort of unpredictable, crazy, like, uh, like Scorpio. He's just kind of like just the regular, you know, male brute. And the sequence also... Uh, Speaking of brutality, we're just outside a police station and... <laughs> yeah, hit by... Um, guy's been rushed out. <laughs> and this is, a, this is a bizarre scene as well, because why is he... Why is he hand-delivering... I guess it's. I guess he has some yeah. sort of evidence that that uh, that is hers, right? It's like it's a yes. necklace or hanky and stuff. Yeah, or some kind of personal items. But it's like that he puts it in with his like neighborhood, uh, like community board there, where people are advertising for lost dogs and someone a roommate and stuff like that. And <laughs> there's one there with uh, you know guitarist seeking musicians must be into George Harrison. <laughs> now he's off in the taxi. He asked for a specific constable. I wonder if that's been his parole parole officer since he was a kid or something. <laughs> Who stuck this here? A hippie. How do you know he's the murderer? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. He hasn't even op- he hasn't even opened the letter. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah, how am I supposed to know? Everyone's, everyone looks like a hippie. <laughs> Here's an, another sequence Nuts. where everyone just gets along with each other. Yeah. But not even in a... Yeah, I, I like how he's looking at the jewelry with a magnifying glass, like... It would be better. If, <laughs> would it be even better if he put a jeweler's loop into his eye and like you know, just kind of st- <laughs> give a good, a, good uh, an estimate of their value. He needed both his glasses just, and the magnifying just... glass. Oh, he mentioned the hanky there. I was recently doing a placement at a high school, and like five students had no idea what a handkerchief was. I said, "What? What's a handkerchief?" <laughs> And they said, like, a, a reusable tissue. And I said, I guess. I couldn't believe it. They didn't know what a handkerchief was. Or a hanky, even. The- yeah, yeah. yeah we- I mean, I've never used one in my life, but at least I know what it is. Knowing you probably from Monty Python, I guess. <laughs> oh, I think just from, just from... Yeah, I mean, it's a big part of culture, so... People... Very good, very good. A fifty thousand in denomination. I like how he's down. he's writing it down like it. Oh my god! Let me just get this right. You want fifty thousand in, and then uh, when what is a hundred thousand rupees in gold? So 
So this it's all a bit confusing, really. Does this come about the same point in this movie as it does in Dirty Harry? The 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 chase the the the, the uh, whatever I don't even know. What are we now? We're a minute, an hour and seven minutes. I think we're already we're at the Kizar Stadium by now, at least. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dirty Harry is obviously a leaner, meaner movie than this one, which is quite it's quite bloated with a lot of a lot of fat that doesn't need to be in the movie. There was a very quick cut then. Yeah. <laughs> music. music. Yeah. We can't hear it in the music now, but you the, the audio just stopped, died. <laughs> I have here in my notes. It looks like he's, it looks like he's at uh, Anand's apartment because he's sitting by the... Oh, no, he's not. Everyone has a phone like that. It is. What is, what is it with that phone? Is that a popular phone? Yeah. It seems so weird in the one place, but now it's in this place too. Do you miss the, the boffin that... Did you miss the boffin that Clint Eastwood got the device from? They didn't go to some, like, yeah. IT, AV guy. <laughs> yes. I like those sort of characters. The drier they are, the more sardonic they are, the better, in my opinion. Yes. He did remember his eggs, though, but he forgot the walkie-talkie. Oh, sorry, yes. I just assumed he was after the eggs. <laughs> this bag too. Not as cool as yellow. Oh yeah, Shikari. That was the. There's a poster there. Sorry, I had to point out the nerds point out nine IMDb. That was the director's film of a few years back. Oh, this. I see. Ah. Which obviously, um, play Misty for me was on the marquee in the background. Dirty Harry. So maybe that was a nod. That's to right. That. He had just finished Nicholas. that film when he when he got offered Dirty Harry, didn't he? Which is interesting because play mystery for me seems to imply like a whole a different sort of career for, path for him, and then Dirty Harry like kind of takes him away from that in a way. Yeah, well, seventy one. He always plays with um. Oh, we won't get sidetracked into talking about my hero. We're talking about Anand. Look at his great suit. Why is he dressed up so regally for a? For a- for a busy night, at least. <laughs> yeah, well, it's supposed to be like a run from, you know, I'm a, I'm a, when the scene started, I was assuming it would be like the scene from Dirty Harry, where he's being forced by the, you know, massive or sadistic killer to, to do something that he almost can do, which is like go from phone to phone with a limited amount of time. But what's Jerry Lewis doing there? What between each, <laughs> you know, and then, but this sequence, like he just casually walks the whole thing practically you know and and in this silly scene oh look he's got a blue bag let's get this guy and this comes too early I'm sure Ashwin this. would say Ashwin would say probably yeah you can see the obviously darkest South Indian looking yeah 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 so you know they're criminals then Yeah, the killer hasn't really explained the rules. It's yeah. not a real sense that it's urgent. Yeah, you don't really have any sense of, uh, yeah, that he has to do this or he's going to kill the girl. Like, that's the whole point of the scene in Dirty Harry. And he doesn't have, like, puzzle. And look, I like how he has an airmail envelope. Did he mail it from Britain for this? <laughs> it's thanks to those letters that most people always know those two words in French. Part avion, whatever it is. That's the only thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I suppose it's interesting he's mixed up a phone call with a letter instruction. 
Oh, that's... Actually, I didn't realize that I didn't Modern realize they were on uh, international uh, like envelopes from other countries. I just assumed that they were. It's at par avion because we we are bilingual here in Canada. I didn't realize. No, I can say yeah. We we have the same style that has par avion written with. Uh, fine. Yeah. It's interesting to see these phone booths though, because they're so different from what we would have here in North America. Hmm. As in no one's fornicating in them or urinating in them. People treat them in India with respect. Is that what you mean? <laughs> well, a glass would be pretty difficult to... I guess you could urinate in them if you want, but fornication would be a tricky, tricky business. They are pretty much all glass. Here in North America, anyway. Forgot to mention they've used the Shaft soundtrack a few times. Yeah, yeah. Or an yeah. instrumental version of it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the flute part of the do 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 do. See, now he's running again, but before he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But we don't know. The killer hasn't told him any. Mm. Yeah, he didn't like set a deadline or anything, and there's and there's also no sense of of that he has to get there within a certain amount of time, or the the woman will get killed. Like, there's no like threat of that. <laughs> This is like cheating at a marathon, catching a taxi. Does Clint Eastwood cat or does Dirty Harry take, take a cab anywhere in his? No, he catches the tram car or whatever it's called, the bar. Mm. No, the underground trolley thing. But he's allowed to. He's told to actually take the cape, take the car to Forest Hill. The car. Car. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. That's all right. It's called echo echolalia. Echolalia. It's a psychological thing that um you try and mimic people. I think kids do it mostly. That's how they Car. Acquire language. Car. Or the middle ground where a Bostonian a Bostonian's almost Aussie. Car. car get in the car. Yeah. But it's a bit yeah. What's well, funny? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Here in Canada, I can tell if someone's from the East Coast because they'll say, uh, "Going to the bar, the bar, the bar, bar, <laughs> get in the car, get the bar." Degrassi. No, it's that's... not my fault. Lucy wanted to get chips. That's Central Canada. Central, is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a different uh, different accent again, though. It's most most cities have, are pretty similar. It's more the rural areas where there's more difference in accent. Hmm. Do 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 do. Heading up the hill, the slight incline. <laughs> do 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 do. Really dressed for the occasion, Anand. Yeah, just a really. Was punchy being a. Was that was punchy? No, I was just saying he's he's probably following too close. Yeah, yeah. Well, if there are rules, but there are no rules, so he could probably be walking uh, beside point. him for all the the matters. Now Ashwin tells me this is definitely Shiva, and oh, he's got okay. snake around his neck, which is a common feature. Yeah, I see. Shiva the Destroyer. It was interesting. It said online that the snake represents ego. It was talking about the hood of a cobra when you get your back up. Your ego, when someone challenges you, your ego sort of pounces. Yeah, yeah. 
And the fact that Shiva has it nonchalantly around his neck says that he's above ego, you know, he's pure consciousness and everything. Okay. And he can afford to have a, yeah, he's not scared of the snake or the ego is outside of him. It's not part of his, hmm. of the divine mystic, whatever you call it. Yeah, interesting. Good for him. Interesting. I like this film. But yeah, how did the street lamp sort of detracts from the, uh, I don't know, that lamp there. I wonder if the filmmakers put it there. It just seems a bit uh, incongruous. Hands up. Also, they should. <laughs> we can wait for a gun to go off and hurt someone. Pea shooter. The uh, the killer seems a little a little less than familiar with how you hold a gun as well. That's uh... shouldn't he have a ski mask on? Shouldn't he be hiding his identity? <laughs> Although, yeah, no, because he's no good at his job, so it's fine. He'll fall for the oldest trick in the book. The oldest trick in the book. There must be a joke about that. The oldest trick in the book. A prostitute. A trick. Must be some good joke in there. You can come up with. The oldest trick in the book. It was done by the first prostitute. Ouch. There's definitely no, do we understand each other, you rotten oinker? There's no great. This is probably the most realistic part of the movie when he stabs the guy in the leg. <laughs> it actually looks like it's someone really getting stabbed in the leg. In the original, of course, it's foreshadowed because he's with Bressler. Oh, that was a funny transition. Yeah. But here, it's a real surprise. I love his bandage in this sequence. It's like, it's just petulant. We were lucky this time. Would you rather be nursemaided by Rekka or Harry Gardino give you whiskey whiskey from his um his drawer? Can we have both? <laughs> That's right. Can I have Rekka look after me and then go get whiskey? <laughs> Love how the family just burst into his um, <laughs> the marital bed. Yeah, it's not uh, much privacy in this uh, domicile. Also, the the brother-in-law is smoking. <laughs> I wouldn't like people smoking in my bedroom. I wonder if you could smoke. You probably smoke in hospitals back then, couldn't you? Just oh, like yeah. You. Yeah. Ugh. He is he is the epitome of not funny. But uh Chico's devastated when he's uh shot, he's scarred for life, new career, quitting as fast as he can, but Punchy's fine. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, he doesn't uh, deal with it in any way. Uh, yeah, Chico it's a moment of, uh, that is so disgusting. I like eggs, <laughs> but this movie has made me, made it impossible for me to enjoy 
enjoy hard-boiled eggs ever again. Maybe this, and maybe, uh, Cool Hand Luke. <laughs> Two movies that take egg, egg love too far. It waxes and wanes, doesn't it, eggs? Like, when I was... Like, breastfeeding is sometimes the flavor of the month. Like, you can't you can't eat enough. You can't... You can eat, it, you know, two days too many. I don't know what the current Surgeon General's advice is. <laughs> yeah. The nurse came in and said, there's too, ma- too many comedy characters in this room. One of you has to leave. <laughs> and this is, like, so awful. So awful, watching this guy eat eggs. Oh, my God. Close your mouth. No, close your mouth. It's just... He really looks like little Richard, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, that maybe that's what, he's, go- maybe that's what he's going for there, yeah. <laughs> Salt and pepper. <laughs> oh. Sergeant. Aren't I, aren't I funny? <laughs> There's something bad about a scene where the person is... Asking you to think he's funny. Because you know what? You're not funny. Yep, a whole scene of comedy. Like, really, this this could have been left out of the entire uh, entire film, and I think no one would have. I don't. I think no one would have minded. But what can you do? Do you think Anand would have, would visit his partner? We just don't see it. No, he's well rid he's of him. Mm. <laughs> he's like, don't don't I'm recover. You you should be here for six weeks. <laughs> Up the bum. Open your mouth. I need <laughs> I need to check your body temperature. What other temperature would she be checking on a person? Oh, hard to talk about this crap. <laughs> yes. This is hard to know what to say about it because it's so... This has nothing to do with... Nothing to do with anything. Like, it's... It's like this padding. Yeah. I don't know if movies... Like, was he going to cheat on Julia? He was flirting with the nurse. Yeah, he was flirting with the nurse. <laughs> and Shane, thanks for joining us, Shane. Hey, g'day all. Hello, Shane. Hi. <laughs> Where are we now, Shane? We're at Anan's house, I think. Yeah, we've got a drinks tray. We've got the bandage on the face. It's all happening. <laughs> it's it's funny that his house looks like it's a like a business. Wow, two air conditioners. That must he must be wealthy. Wow, well off. He's a two two air conditioner guy. I love that bandage so much. It's cartoonish, isn't it? It's so cartoonish. It's so it's it's no bandage anyone has ever worn outside of a cartoon and this movie. What's he holding in his hand? Some police brutality baton. Yes. <laughs> he might start twirling it like a cheerleader. He's threatening the other guy. He's sort of intimidating him. 
So this is very weird. He's being told that there's a tip-off the Doctor has, and why didn't you just do that hours ago? Yeah. <laughs> I've got to get me a shirt like that, though. Now it's time for some... Time for some scolding. <laughs> it's like how Principal Skinner goes home. Principal Skinner goes home in the new Principal Skinner, like Martin Sheen, and says, I just came home to get a sports jacket and a tie, Mother. Don't wait up for me. <laughs> That's a groovy tie, by the way. Mm. Very groovy. I just, I just love that the only conflict in the film is between him and his wife. Everything else yeah. is just so smooth. And now we have a doctor that seems to be giving medical advice in a bar or a post office. <laughs> yeah. Or the Qantas lounge. <laughs> it, it's a, no, it's a pharmacy, isn't it? It's the, that's just the... Those are just the, the oh, mixtures and stuff. To me. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. He's a compounding pharmacist. He's not just a... <laughs> these these phonies nowadays who just get the pills mailed to them and they just put them into a, a bottle and give them to you. It's not very private, is it, for your consultation with your doctor? No. No. Inexplicably in the background, we have, we have the sound off, but there's a grandfather clock clicking. Oh, that was a funny transition. <laughs> I thought it wasn't very professional of the doctor to spill the beans on his other patient. You know, he gets a tip off through his medical professional. Yeah, yeah. I guess they have different ethical standards there. Then it's not a, it's not a big deal. It's all for the greater good. I do think that it's his firearm isn't a big deal. <laughs> Pea shooter, go on, Dave. I was gonna say, I think I do think it was a mistake. Like I do like him getting stabbed in the leg, but Rag have getting st- stabbed in the leg. But for the rest of the movie, he walks in that really awkward way. <laughs> it's, just, it's like he just seems like so pathetic rather than than you know any kind of like frightening guy. He's always just this kind of you know half Quasimodo walk, walking around through the movie. And you're, you're like, oh. it's my favorite chicken chicken moment coming up soon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We don't have Ashwin on the pod anymore. I don't know if that's normal for uh, ugh, chicken. Why are there chickens in a box? Is that a thing? It's just his... It's a callback to the eggs. Disturbed mental state. All right. How can he... How will he get past that piece of wood? I preferred the jokes about Linguini, you know, Fatso and Linguini. That was a bit more interesting and not... Yeah. Like, look at this poor guy. There's the limp. Yeah. I guess this is... Oh. Uh, e- <laughs> oh, that stunt must have hurt. I hope this was all one take. Well, it wasn't because they had a cut there. They cut from the well, stunt... There you go. They cut from the stunt guy to him. There, now we're back to the stunt guys. Well, I hope... I hope there was a physio on site then. <laughs> yes. In 19, 19, early 1970s, there was definitely a physio on site. There was nothing there. Haven't you seen a Jackie Chan movie? They just, they just rub you briskly after you hurt yourself. Just a bunch of fellow people, members of the crew just run over and just br- briskly rub your arm that you hurt. And then that, that's good. You're good. <laughs> now, there's no gun sh- sh- gunshots here. It's just... Old school punching and <laughs> is that, and then this like Ooh. you know what makes this scene so great in Dirty Harry is that the camera is 
I don't know if it's on a crane or if it's on a, a helicopter or whatever, but, you know, it has that great pullback. They do a little bit here, but they, they're they kind of limited by the fact that they have a $5 budget. So, there there they go. That's as far as they can go. They're on a ladder. But in, in the original <laughs> one, you have that, like, the soundtrack has that, like, weird squealing noise, and then and then it's, you know, and then it's uh, pulls way back, and it really is effective, whereas that scene just feels, yeah, it just feels kind of threadbare. They're playing Goldfinger music here from the soundtrack of the James Bond. I also wanted to mention that there was that single shot that we had of Punchy. We had that shot of Punchy in the car, but yeah. then we didn't see him again. Maybe they <laughs> maybe they deleted deleted him coming and going, don't do it, Anand. <laughs> don't do it. Don't abuse him. I had trouble hearing you guys during that scene because of his loud shirt. <laughs> I like that. There, there must be fingerprints on the steering wheel. Yeah, like there were fingerprints on the bullet you guys all handled. So well, this is dodgy forensics. There, that, yes. that made no sense. <laughs> I remember thinking, this is not how. This is not how you get dust for anything. Come on. They take photographs, don't they? Say, oh, there must be prints. Take photographs of them, but they don't talk about dusting for prints. Oh, no. yeah, it's interesting that this film is, they... is a little more exploitation than uh, Dirty Harry with, with having the actual uh, body of the woman down below kind of somewhat stripped. It's not looking good. Not looking good? They... No. Death, death, death never looks good. No. They sort of end the Goldfinger John Barry ripoff and just do, I don't know, like 50s melodramatic, cheap B-grade mo- Ooh, the court. Um, Ashwin wanted to say this is so unrealistic because <laughs> you've got a trial in India that reaches the courts un- in under 25 years. <laughs> Exaggerating a little bit, but some speedy justice. <laughs> well, this is, case is so important. But the evidence very thin. <laughs> they should never gone, have rushed to court. Well, in this movie, they don't even have a rifle, whereas in the original movie, you're, like, so frustrated uh, as the audience. Like, but come on, there's a rifle! But here, they didn't even find anything. Yeah. Yeah. But they also they also skip. They don't, they don't have a trial scene in Dirty Harry. No. Uh, what are those people standing behind him? Like, are they, like, an honor guard? Yeah. It's very Tudor beef and error. Like, it looks something like the, from the Medici court or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very old-fashioned. It's odd. Are they brothers, the prosecuting attorney and the yeah. defense? Yes, they're... One's just a bit fatter. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just love when... I, just... I love when tr- trial scenes are, like, so obviously uh, biased to, to make you angry about how inefficient the justice system and what it in no way represents any justice system anywhere on earth. Mm. And yet, what are, yeah, what are those guys doing from the Medici era? <laughs> they're just visiting from Florence. <laughs> they just dropped in. Very pretty dresses they were. Yeah. Ciao, ragazzi. He talks too much, right? The defendant is like yeah. acting up a storm. Oh, I'm innocent. Oh, God. They made me confess. Like, who put him on the stand? <laughs> hmm. 
Yeah. Limpy Magoo. There he goes. That's that's why he got off. Everyone felt sorry for him because it was limp. (laughs) That girl looks terrified. Terrified. No wonder. He's... Very good. Is this where the children say, oh, look, it's a lame man. And they kind of mob him and pick on him. Bunty, look, a lame man. Kids say the darndest thing, Shane. Is that just lost in translation or something very... Oh, look at his exaggerated limp. It's getting worse, the poor guy. Get lost. Hey, don't go hard on them. He is a bad guy. Look at that. He's mean to kids. Who looks more dodgy? Two guys like that in suits or a lame man? Who looks more dodgy in a... Mm, the suits. The suits look really out of place. I'm gonna see the I'm gonna see the lean man. <gasps> Look, even uh Punchy's in a suit. It's a terrible suit. Doesn't it's obviously not made for him, but he's in a suit. He's like, if I eat a few more eggs I'll fit this suit. Yeah, oversized. <laughs> Are you a fan, Shane, of the seventies sort of extreme zoom zoom close ups? Oh uh, no, it's very dated. I mean I don't mind it when it, the whole movie is 70s, so it kind of... But it's overused, particularly at the very start, all these zooms. Yeah. In, out, in, out. It's like, oh, you're not making it more dramatic. You're making me seasick. <laughs> Actually, this movie had a bunch of zoom-ins? I didn't really yeah, notice. The start. Yeah. Over- Uh-oh. Super overused. So we're at Julie's house and Punchama's come to see Helen, who he's courting. He's come to get more eggs. I was very confused with this um, couple because it's a dad and a daughter, right? Because I couldn't work out if they were a husband and a wife and is he sneaking or is she sneaking around with Pancho? Because <laughs> uh, I, I just thought because the age differential, you can never tell. Is that mm-hmm. Hollywood? Like a Bollywood? Is that a thing? Or Yeah. No, and then it makes sense generationally that it's the dad. The actors are about the right age for that, I guess. Yeah. The weird thing is, I think this is the last time we see Punchy. This is this is how he goes out in the movie. <laughs> Punches out. I don't think it really resolves itself. Yeah. That dad character is very annoying to me. Like, I, I'm not sure if he knows what's going on and he's being obstructionist or yeah. he's just a boof, like a, a boof head. <laughs> I'm not, also not sure if he realizes that he looks like Hitler. Oh, yeah, that's very off-putting. <laughs> it's very odd. It's, it's a strange... I mean, I don't know. Is he supposed to be like... Or is like... um, What's the guy's name? We're in the lobby. You know, like... From, or Laurel and, Laurel and Hardy is like... Is he like Oliver Hardy? Is so Everyone's such a big fan, they have to have a mustache like that and have the kind of real creamed hair. <laughs> what is Raghav doing in a hotel lobby anyway? Was he just coming in for a, a glass of cider or something? He wanted to see this uh, person who can play six guitars. <laughs> is that the kind of zoom in you don't like? I like it, but yeah, I don't think Shane and, does. Uh... <laughs> I got some notes here from Ashwin, and I think he mentioned we're going to see some Upskirting. Yep, there we go. 
Her eyes are mesmerizing. Very braggy lyrics here. <laughs> She's got tickets on herself, Shane. Yes, eating a bit. I just noticed last time I watched it there, she doesn't have bare skin. It's like an orange. Yeah, monster. yeah. Like it's, it's not, not, yeah. I only no- no- noticed that on the repeat. They're not allowed to have bare skin, I guess. So They have these sort of semi-revealing clothes. Are we to assume these guitar players are like eunuchs or something? Or Guitar yes. miners. <laughs> why, why are you assuming they're eunuchs? <laughs> I don't know. They're in a court. <laughs> she's, she's got killer style. All very Liberace, isn't it? Oh, that's a great shot, actually. Yeah. The reflection. With the mirrored floor in front there. It's nice. It makes me want to watch, re-watch Tommy for the Acid Queen scene with um, <laughs> Tina Turner. What's her name? Yeah. Tina Turner. Yeah. I only watched that movie for the baked bean scene. That's the only reason I watched Tommy. The only reason? Yep. Just all the mirrors smashing? Okay. (laughs) And Margaret rolling around in baked beans? Come on. What's wrong with that? (laughs) Shane, do you prefer prefer this music scene or the first one in the movie with Miss Lily? This is the least worst of the music numbers. Yeah, I think so too. The least worst. You said it's the least worst? That's right. They're all terrible, but this is the <laughs> oh, least sorry. terrible. Yeah, no, no. I, I do like the music. Uh, but this one is not my favorite, though. I like. I prefer the... Oh, uh, Rolf Harris. Shane. It's Rolf Harris. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. I don't think so. He's <laughs> he's looking at a grown woman. Which one do you like, Dave? The love the love song one? The, the flashback song? I like the. I really like the flashback song. Favorites. Yeah, that's my fa- personal favorite. And then I like the first song, too. This one I'm not as fond of. It. It's not. It's kind of tuneless to me. It's just a lot of noise. Guys, I had a note from Ashwin about the comedy scene about the eggs. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he had a. He thought that there's this old Indian book called Nat Yash Astra. Okay. Nat Yash Astra, and it's about performing arts. Oh, I think it's a few hundred years old, uh-huh. and there's apparently eight emotions. Eight emotions you need to evoke in the audience. Okay. Quote, so, so humor in India became something to be performed and acted explicitly. Pratt falls, stepping on banana peels, eating multiple eggs without getting caught. This became the main style of comedy over satire or wordplay. Yeah. Even Bollywood comedies today seem to be slapstick heavy. So that can be a turnoff if you're a Westerner or if you're not under 11 years of age. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can also I can also see like, you know, uh, verbal comedy is kind of, is a little more sophisticated, and so this is, you know, like he said, uh, Ashwin said, like I think he said it was like eighty percent rural at this point in India. So you're not really yeah. your films aren't really going out to a sophisticated audience, so they're going to laugh more at, you know, uh, just big yucks like someone eating a lot of eggs or whatever. And maybe, you know, they would wish they were eating a lot of eggs. Maybe they're not eating so well. <laughs> maybe a little wish fulfillment there. It's entertainment. It's not high art, is it? Oh, yeah. It stopped me dead on my tracks. <laughs> well, uh, entertainment is a real... For this film, I think that's a stretch, but... No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I agree. In the Dirty Harry, of course, it's the Roaring Twenties on Broadway in San Francisco, and you actually see some bums and 
And real <laughs> boobies. So there you go. But it's much more sophisticated. Oh, that limp. It just kills me. <laughs> Come back here. Oops. Very set. Very obvious set here, huh? Yes. The old school Toshiba logo in the background. I, I guess it's easier to control the lighting and stuff like that, you know, like, I do think it's, it's probably, exp it's probably like for processing and stuff, it's expensive to do uh day for night shooting. So, you know, if you're going to be shooting out, out outside at, at night, it's easier to, easier and cheaper to do it in a studio than in a, than in reality. God forbid it rains. Don't do dada. There. <laughs> yes. This is their Star Wars cantina, is it? <laughs> a hive of scum and villainy I find this scene quite good like quite interesting like the back room and the, the whiskey bar just looks so interesting and different to normal bar scenes that we get to see in movies yeah huh banana or sweet lime get anything Get the whole bottle. Whole bottle. Don't do that. Oh. <laughs> that was quite effective. That was a bit of a surprise. Now, we're at 100 minutes now, pretty much. Yeah. And this is where the original Dirty Harry gracefully ends. <laughs> With him so throwing his badge yeah. into, the, uh, into the lake. Yeah. It wasn't clear to me that this was a he'd requested to be beaten up. Like, doesn't he whisper yeah. it or something? That was way too subtle for me. <laughs> so unless you've seen Dirty Harry, you don't know. I think that's exactly it. That's like, it feels like uh, that's a, a few scenes in this film are like that. They are assuming that you know the movie, and so they're just sort of playing. You know, just kind of like vaguely. Do, redoing what the other movie did, but just on the assumption that you know, you already know what this is, so. Yeah, bad storytelling. <laughs> it seems like you should have made that assumption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe there was extra scenes that didn't quite make it, making it a three-hour film. <laughs> a bit more, <laughs> a bit more of an explanation, hand-holding. <laughs> What is he eating? Is he eating pistachios, peanuts? There's no reason for this guy to go out into the... Uh... Exactly. Does he like the goods? What is that? That's not an answer. Can you... Announcer? That's not an answer. Like if someone says, did you like the goods? Then you say, yes, they were... it was fun. What does that mean? Yeah. Are you fond of Maybe it's just shitty, shitty translation. Oh, it could be that, yeah. The whiskey? Is he talking about the whiskey or? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not. Maybe he's just delaying. Maybe he's just delaying this so that the other guy can get away. He does have that terrible limp that he can only walk about five feet an hour. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoa! He actually did his own stunt. <laughs> Love those dusty bottles in the background, man. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> oh, 
going to have a Raiders of the Ark style great yeah. tavern scene here. Oh. Stunt. Shane would prefer if we had um, Indi- uh, Indian style wrestling. Hell yeah. With the nutmeg and the turmeric and the olive oil. Or the Whatever they, they use, ghee or whatever. What's this? Or they throw this in their face or something? Yeah, there's a martial art. There's some sort of martial or, or court art called Palwani in North India, I think. Okay. Ashwin spoke about it. It's it's sort of Roman Greco style wrestling with oil and turmeric, but with a few judo type roles, I think. I don't know a lot about it, but apparently the film director of this, that's how he made his his money in the film industry, making cheap B-grade sort of um, Indian wrestling films. So oh, I guess he was so- tempted to put a few... Yeah, Yeah, why not? Don't leave me, sir. Oh, night fruit. Yeah. Nothing more I like better than night fruit. Yeah. Well, it's it's nice to see someone on the street selling something that isn't crockery. Oh, a bit of racism there. Narrow eyes. Hint, hint. <laughs> From the northeast of India. Ouch. Oh, no. <laughs> Press. His bandages is a bit more realistic, less cartoonish. Is it realistic? Is that how they put it on, like, with tied around, like you have a toothache? <laughs> Did he? Is he in an actual hospital? I guess he must be. He was. He was really injured. Just spreading the fake news. Nothing really happens in the equivalent scene in Dirty Harry. The chief just says, are you okay? You know, like, did you beat him up, Harry? Yeah. This looks too good, that's why. <laughs> but in here, in, in this movie, movie, he actually throws him off the case, I think. Out of focus. Well, uh, Anand is in perfect focus. The person talking is out of focus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's, uh... He doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything as cool as, "Do you want my star?" <laughs> Why are there four fucking telephones on the desk? Oh, is that a typewriter? What's the one right in front of his? I think that's like an intercom. Yeah, yeah there's three at least. Three I think. So he can he can call in his secretary. <laughs> so he can chase her around his desk. Man, those pants! Like I know they sort of made a comeback, but high waisted pants. That's a no-go for me. <laughs> yes, we learn here that he comes from a family of cops. Hmm. <laughs> is he reading a cue card or is he... <laughs> Looks a bit like Claude Rains or something. <laughs> yeah, it's very, he's very uh, suave-looking. He's a businessman. Oh, now she's <laughs> now she's nagging him about something else. Ah. <sighs> 
We never see Scorpio in a moment of respite. No, but I mean, that's a good thing because his character is more mysterious. His, his motives are, are, you can't, are incomprehensible. He's, he just feels, he's a sort of a weird menace. He's like, he's like Dirty Harry's Moby Dick. You don't understand what, like he has no other purpose than just to kill, you know, and to in, hurt. Where's this guy? <laughs> I know he's probably thinking about, He's probably thinking about Planet of the Apes because the the soundtrack Sting is playing inexplicably now. Is that right? Okay, I didn't recognize all of the. I recognize yeah. some of the uh, some of the musical cues, but you know, it's been a while since I saw Planet of the Apes. There's his pea shooter. We never. It was never explained where his rifle was. Is it? They just couldn't find it at the stadium. Hmm. This is where he goes totally nuts. <laughs> Doesn't he? He really goes ma- manic at this point. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was just sleeping next to a a plate of um of nuts, nuts. So. <laughs> Nominative <laughs> determinism. You know, he's like, I'm going to live out my dirty Harry fantasy. <laughs> How long has he been following the bus, or is he just is he just clocked it now? You reckon? Looks like just, just now. In looking for targets. Hmm. Is he driving? Yeah, guys. He's in a taxi or something, is he? No. Oh, there's a taxi driver. Okay, okay. Ah, just like Australia, I guess India drives on the correct side of the road. <clears throat> what are you guys doing in Canada? <laughs> what was the point of him stopping, watching the bus go by, and then... Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. I can't explain this movie. It's definitely a blue bus, isn't it? <laughs> Dude, what kind of what color of buses in Australia, by the way? Like school buses. We don't have designated school buses, really. It's just a whole lot of private companies. Oh, okay. Other people just catch catch metropolitan buses, like with the general public to school, really. Oh, okay. In general, yeah, they're not the yellow pencil ones you guys have. Yeah, we have the classic yellow ones for kids because we have in like rural areas the kids get bus to school. Wow, they love seeing a man come. Well, these parents are going to pay for sending their kids on this bus. Look, Elliot Gould's driving the bus, and you've got some maniac who's allowed on board. He's my favorite character. Yeah, why is uh, Sergio Aragones driving a bus in India? That's the question. <laughs> well, Trent was saying he's like the guy in the Blues Brothers at the at the restaurant that goes, yes, another... B-. But I've never seen the movie, so I didn't get the reference. <laughs> Another wine, sir, or something? Oh, you see the graffiti, vote PSP? Um, that was the Praja Socialist Party that was dissolved in 72, so okay. bit of a cool little curio that it pops up in this film, yeah. yeah. Apparently they started out in the late 50s, they got like 10% of the vote in, in the Congress, but um, by this stage they're down to negative 1%, so, yeah. So it wasn't PlayStation Plus then? <laughs> no. So do you think that's the bus driver's uniform or does he just like dress in a more traditional way than than the hip Mr. Ragav? <laughs> well, we learn later his name is Khan or we learn now his name's Khan. So I guess okay. assuming he's, it's some sort of Muslim attire. I don't know. <laughs> do you recognize me? No, I don't. You're talking to on a phone. Nice. <laughs> this is the second time Ragav has hijacked a, 
a vehicle, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, which Scorpio doesn't get to do. <laughs> well, Scorpio doesn't repeat himself the way this guy does. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that he's yeah. no better the second time. He probably has a few urban planning comments on phone booths and stuff. He'd probably have a very good role in the local government, I think. <laughs> or the Postmaster General's office. Yes. Is he going to give his word of honour, Shane? He's managed to pick up the correct phone, so I'm pretty impressed about that. One in three shot. <laughs> I wonder if in that time in India, they didn't have like phones with more than one line. So he had to have three different phones instead of having just a phone with three lines. So the, the secretary calls and says, you know, the commissioner on phone three. Now, the Filipino police allegedly watched the original Dirty Harry to train some of their elite squadrons. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. They should have been watching been SWAT. Find... <laughs> I've been trying to verify that, but I can't. Yeah. So it's probably bullshit. But yeah, I wonder if the Indian police <laughs> look to this. It's hard to imagine. That'd be your... Yeah. Calling all cars. Why did he stop all the police vans? Oh, I see. I see. He's, he's placating the... Hmm. Uh... Word of honor. <laughs> they use the English expression. Yes. That that's uh, an interesting thing to me is like when when they use English and when they don't. It's curious. Like I can understand. I was listening one time to a little bit of uh, radio from the north, and there was an Inuit announcer speaking, and you know they're speaking in their language. Then they would say radio, and then speak in their language again, and that makes sense because, you know radio as a technology is newer than their language so they just incorporated that word into their language but why you would say word of honor like as if that doesn't exist in you know it's, it's weird yeah well some languages are creative like in Bahasa Indonesia train is kereta api which is fire cart or fire carriage or something you know what I mean so, so yeah some languages Think about it, yeah, in different ways. Well, the Irish say Garda for police. I'm sure that's not ancient Gaelic. Garda sounds pretty Latin to me, to guard. But... Yeah, yeah. I think that's a gate of India, a famous, like, um, construction on the port. You have to go knock on it to go into India? Have to go through the gate? <laughs> Every visitor? Yeah. Please let me in, India. Oh, you're not English or Dutch or Portuguese, are you? Uh, no. <laughs> Come in. You're welcome. <laughs> I was kidding. I'm Pakistani. Oh, no. Too late. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at this song. Yeah. Why has that kid got a dance hat on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a birthday. Jack and Jill. Yeah, this is really strange. Like, look at that kid. He's so looks in pain. The large, larger kid looks in pain. Look at him. Ooh. They overdub it in with the baritone man's voice. What's he holding? He looks in a bit of pain. 
<laughs> Little boy. This is a very odd scene, you know, like in the in the original film, Andy Andy Robinson's character, you know, becomes more and more frenetic and starts scaring the children, where this seems to be like just another excuse for a musical moment. <laughs> Which is uh fun, but it's kinda odd, you know, like everyone's having a good time. Yeah, I think Trent pointed that out as well. Like, what mood are they going for? It's a kidnapping of children, and then it's a musical, and then it's back to a kidnapping of children. It doesn't know what it wants to be. Maybe they normally sang with the assistant that got out of the bus when uh, Rago picked it up. He's king of the kids. He's like, he's already at home, like, at this point. Having a bit of a sing along. He's like a wiggle. He's like the yellow wiggle. <laughs> and all he promised them was a picnic. Just a boring old picnic. Scorpio's promised the ice cream factory. That's a but that is kind of odd in the movie. Like, why would you want to go to an ice cream factory? Why why not just go to a store that sells ice cream? Why do you want to go like Let's go to a place that's a big industrial place that makes ice cream. And and also, do they have ice cream factories? Is that even a thing? Yeah. Is there like some kind of big conveyor belts like pumping out ice cream, you know? Dun 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 big things. Willy Wonka. No, I don't want Charlie Chaplin. I don't want Charlie Chaplin involved in making ice cream like in modern times. No thank you. Yeah, this is a yeah, this is really well. I mean, the whole movie has a, a, a has trouble like figuring out a tone. You know, we have, we have the original murder of the of the the singer. You know, the moments before she's shot in the stomach and dies, it's like a comedy scene of her like putting off some Lothario, you know, and making him kiss a door. And then, like two seconds after that, she gets shot in the gut. And then we have a scene. Where oh, big like... kids dancing! <laughs> Sorry, had to talk. <laughs> you know, you, hey, that's your thing. I, 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 I know. <laughs> He's about to turn. I think someone's going to say something he doesn't like. Oh, what's that? Cops. Oh, coincidence. Phew. Do you think most Dirty Harry fans would like this as a curio? No. <laughs> 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 that was the definitive answer. <laughs> Just say people that people that have a podcast devoted to reviewing every minute of it, you know, those sort mm-hmm. of people who really rate Dirty Harry up there, you know, with Lawrence of Arabia and all the greats, all the, all, all, the, all the greats. Do you reckon they have cause to like, would they enjoy this movie, do you think? It's a good little homage. Well, since you're describing yourself, why don't you answer your own question? <gasps> Um, yes, I love it, but uh, Shane doesn't, Trent doesn't, Tim doesn't, everyone else involved thought it was a real big chore. I'm grateful <laughs> they joined me on this journey. <laughs> I didn't find the movie a chore, I enjoyed watching it. It is, it is, you know, uh, it is sort of knockabout fun, And but like in terms of being like, if someone said, oh, they did a remake of Dirty Harry, you'd be like, oh, that sounds interesting, like, you know, what kind of like gripping you know uh 
Bollywood film would that be? You know, and then you watch it and you're like, oh, it's just, it's just a quasi musical that has no like tonal sense and has added an hour to a story. You know? Uh oh, he's hitting. Sorry to interrupt, Dave. Yeah, now he's lost uh -oh. it. Kids are crying. It's no fun now. Well, they did. They're just saying he looks like a bear and dances with the jingle. Is that that horrible? <laughs> not a bear. I'm not a bear. <laughs> Bit of a mild, a mild diss of him. Yeah. Everyone's got a breaking point. <laughs> yes. And here's our hero on a motorcycle, Steve McQueen. How, did, how the fuck did he know about this? <laughs> Am I wrong? Like, he didn't, he doesn't know about this, does he? No, he doesn't, because he's off the case. Like, it's like, he's just randomly driving, and he, like, he notices the guy in a, in a bus. He's like, oh, look, there's that guy. There's Ragav in a bus. Did we just see a camera before? Oh, really? I thought I saw like a camera on one of those um, on the bridge there. Oh, I did uh, see that. Yeah, something. Yeah. I want you guys to pay attention to what's on top of the bus as well, because I've seen a tarpaulin that's there and then it's not there, and I think there's another shot from above here. We almost fell off his. his... <laughs> he's having some trouble. Yeah, we better. <laughs> he's uh, he's no yes, he's no actual Steve McQueen. Oh no! Now they got the uh, stunt writer on Are it. We... Whoa! Wobbly. We also hear a bit more of the Goldfinger, some John Barry stabs, uh, little snippets. Nice. At least they steal from the best. <laughs> I mean, I mean, borrow without asking. Huh. All right, so there's something on the top here. It's like a little oh, yeah, top yeah. one. Yeah. I know what I'll do. Jun, jun, jun. So how, yeah, how does he know about this? Was he, is he listening at home on, on his ham radio? <laughs> Maybe. That's the only explanation I could think. There was no shot of him. Oh, San, Santu and Co. Coincidentally, that's the actor's... Uh, Surname. I'm sure it's a coincidence, or maybe he had to get his family involved. Probably a pretty around. common name there. I think it's sort of the equivalent of Smith. Oh, okay. I guess maybe he was just following Ragav, but there was no scene showing him following him. Ah. Such a long scene, isn't it? Yeah. This won't make the cut in Trent's little cut-down version. Ah, nothing. Nothing on the top here. Nothing. Oh, yeah. God. Blew off. Sit down, kids, man. They have to stand up. We were all having so much fun. Why did you stop? Besides me hitting all of you in the face. <laughs> Top's back. Poor big kid. Ate too many eggs. The tar blew off, then it blew yeah. back on again.
Um, I should add there's a good book that came out a few years ago called How the World Remade Hollywood by an author called Ed Glasser. And he goes through a whole lot of the remakes and most interesting to me are all the ones from the 60s. Yeah. And he makes the point that a lot of them were, yeah, you know, obviously they're aimed entirely at a domestic audience. Many times in markets where the original may have never been shown or distributed. Yeah. Either because of censorship or just big markets like India where everything gets sort of lost without a trace unless it's really, really, really big, big Western film. Yeah. And yeah. So it's not always about remake exploitation, but sometimes it was the only way, well, the only way you could get certain types of genre films uh, shown was to remake them. Or at least, yeah, it wasn't such as, it wasn't as, I don't know, the reasons for us laughing at them now. Yeah. yeah. Ah, Be careful, Anand. I like that car. I've been unable to see if, maybe Dirty (laughs) Harry was never released in India. I don't know. A little bit of classic silent film uh, acting there. (laughs) So you're saying if the original if, if the original is inaccessible and they, they remade it yeah. so the domestic audience get get something. Exactly. Yeah. America yeah. had its magnificent seven, you know. Yes. India had its seven samosas. <laughs> Has Canada ever had to remake a North American film to fit into your market, uh, Dave? <laughs> Do we have to make yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Canada doesn't have much of a film industry. It's there was uh, sort of a beginnings of one in the uh, 30s, and then Hollywood uh, Hollywood bribed the Canadian government into basically uh, killing the Canadian film industry with a promise that they would set more films in in Canada. Yeah. Same promise was made here. Yeah. Didn't really pay off, you know. Like, there's not, I mean, nowadays there's tons of films and TV shows made here. Vancouver is, is a hot spot for the, for the, uh, film industry because of, you know, the, the, our dollar is less than the American dollar and then we have tax incentives, et cetera. But, uh, yeah. Now, Ashwin, Ashwin wanted, Ashwin wanted me to say, um, what do you want? I'm reading out here. Oh, yeah. After Nand has completed a forward roll and had a stare down with the killer, couldn't the driver have gotten the kids off the bus during that time? He seems to be reinforcing all the negative stereotypes of the lazy council worker just doing the bare minimum. <laughs> what do you mean? Wow, Look at this guy. He just, pushed a, he just pushed a school bus off of a train track. Yeah. The true hero. But he'll be off for two weeks. I think that's pretty unfair criticism, and Ashwin should apologize. <laughs> oh, Ash. He came good in the end, Mr. Elliot Gould. <laughs> we'll go home. I guess no one will appreciate my Julius Wechter joke of Baja Marimba Band. It's okay. It's, it's, all, it's completely it's just a generational thing that no one else will get. Now, Ragav has the girl. He has a hostage. Yep, and a terrible Some limb. sort of factory. Yeah. The chief. (laughs) 
In his white suit, he looks like a colonial administrator. <laughs> you almost get the feeling when I first watched this movie, I thought maybe maybe the commissioner is corrupt. Or maybe there is going to be a twist here. What, what is he pulling his gun out for? Yeah. Did you have that feeling, Shane, when you watched this? Like, is it going to turn out maybe he is in cahoots with the killer or something? I don't know. Just seems a bit... That, yeah, but he's in a very sympathetic character for some reason. The commissioner is not a sympathetic character? I didn't think so. Though he's written very straight-edged. I yeah. didn't really like the scenes with him in that. It's a bit of a stick in the mud. Truly. See that logo there, the red thing, like the Y with the small cross and the dots? Yeah. I've noticed that that's on a few pieces of equipment in the next few minutes. But hmm. I don't know how you Google sort of that, if it was a political thing. Maybe it's PSP. Maybe it's just something in the factory. I don't know. <laughs> I've got an app that does that. Oil barrows. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, no. Dave, it's 1973. Do you know how much those oil barrels are worth after the Arab embargo? Oh, my God. It's disgusting. Oh, sorry. He's going to hurt the girl. I think they're those, those empty empty oil barrels that you're talking about. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, boy. <laughs> Shouldn't Raghav be laughing maniacally like, or something? <laughs> yeah, he should be enjoying himself more. If he was a true, if he was a true Scorpio, he'd be he would be enjoying himself more here. How good does he know how to drive a crane? That's a lot of stuff you have to pull and push and fiddle fiddle around with. Hmm. Oh, this is almost locked. This uh whole sequence has the problem that it has no sense of geography to it. Like, you don't know where he is in in reference to where Anand is. You just... And then there's just these barrels that are kind of randomly swinging into scene, but where they're coming from or how close they are or what's going on exactly, no one knows. Mm. Mm. Not not good filmmaking, guys. Like, I, I don't understand why there wasn't like an establishing shot of the... I know what I'm going to do. Maybe the hot Indian sun overexposed or the film was ruined or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. So they couldn't have the whole the whole mentally disturbed cop who goads someone with, you know, was it five or six? I can't remember in all this excitement. So they've gone a little bit halfway and done the one bullet thing. But Well, this is more of a ruse to a trick. Uh, rag have rag of the world's the world's most terrible. <laughs> is it a ruse? He's Anand's doing a good job of sort of thinking. Oh shit, he's acting the hell out of that man. Oh no, it's really, it's the only good acting by him in the movie. Oh, high waisted jeans. All right, so Brenda. I like the chief has a gun. He's hearing that the other guy it doesn't have a bullet, but he just watches. Shane, would this be better if? Oh, would this have been better if Punchy was here? Yeah, I think so. Probably. Yeah. 
Maybe they could have outflanked him because there's two of them. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Punchy's good for anything like that. What about as a decoy? <laughs> Live bait. Straight ahead. Right in the right oh, in the Oh the end. <laughs> now we're gonna say the chief is very proud of him. Yeah. If this was an if it it was an eighties movie, he'd be like, you know, Oh Chief, you're out of the office first time or some sort of goading line like that. Um Ashwin pointed out this resi- this resonates with the Bhagavad Gita, the idea that natural justice means going against the official laws and customs. Sometimes you have to do that. So yeah, the nice little way to tie in a bit of um in Indian Hinduism. Anyway, thanks for joining us, guys. Hey, no problem. It was a pleasure. The, the end. Pleasure.